Coming up in this episode, we're going to talk about a couple of things. The Five Rivers Rumble Ride in Arkansas and Missouri. It's a two-stater, so have your passport ready. And we're going to be talking about the EFM Auto Clutch. So stick around. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. Have you seen the Ozarks lately? It's getting all green and beautiful. It's a great time to be out on your bike. So be sure to put Brad Bradshaw's number in your phone, 417-333-3333. Spring and summertime brings a lot of folks out on the road, and if they're distracted by the Ozark scenery, they may not see you. Accidents do happen. So keep this in mind. Brad's a physician, surgeon, and a lawyer. So after the show, check him out online at bradbradshaw.com. Remember, save his number, 417-333-3333. You know, Randy, the she who must be obeyed, she's uh, suggested that I get out more. Probably tired of looking at me, I would imagine. And I can only assume that she means to get out more on my bike. That's the way I choose to think about it anyway. Which means that making sure it's serviced and ready to roll. Heartland Honda in Springdale. The first level five Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas can get your ride ready to roll. Their red level technicians are the best at what they do. Plus, Heartland Honda has a huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. So when you're ready for something new, check them out online at heartlandhonda.com or give them a call at 479-751-7022. Hardland Honda. Work hard, play hard. Welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road, the podcast where we talk about motorcycle stuff and, well, frankly, anything else that crosses our mind that you probably don't want to hear about. With me, as always, is wee little Randy Lewis from Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. You're welcome, Craig. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you had a good week? Yeah, yeah. We've got to establish that right out of the gate. If you yeah. got any bitching you need to do? Nah, I got a pocket full of cash and a couple beers in front of me. We're good. Yeah, but the the, the cash won't be a pocket full once you pay for those beers. <laughs> Damn robbery. I know it. So we're going to talk about a ride called the Five Rivers Rumble. It's 133 miles. This ride actually encompasses Arkansas and Missouri. So you get to cross the state line and be held up by the federales when you go over the border. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Easy. And it starts and ends out of uh, Pocahontas, Arkansas. And on this ride, it is a kind of a loop because that's where it ends. As I said, you'll go north on Highway 62. And I'm not going to name all of the roads and highways because there's a bunch of them. But it's a really fun ride. Uh, you take you through uh, Maynard, Arkansas. Also, when you get up towards uh, Donovan, Missouri, then you'll head west on Missouri 160 and start heading south back towards uh, Pocahontas. Now, if you like a ride that uh, where you're going to kind of start and end at the same place, this is the one for you. Plus, it has a lot of rivers that it crosses, places for you to get off and kind of scout around. 
Uh, it's a lot of windy stuff. Of course, everything in the Ozarks is yeah. at some point on the ride is going to be a little windy. If it's just a straight road, it's not on the website. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, give it a try. I think you'll like a lot of it. And if you don't, well, there's plenty of other maps to choose from. Right. I think it's cool. It's 133 miles, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it's a day tripper. Like, it's a ride you put on in a, in almost a full day. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, when they listen, they go 133 miles. That's just a couple, two or three hours. Right. Not so, because you can't just really get up to speed on some of these roads. Right. This you has know, got 20 a 20 mile lot an hour, of... 30 mile an hour, and that's it. Right. It's pretty country. There's a lot of stuff to see. There's a lot of curves into it. There's some straight stretches, but it's going to keep you focused on what you're doing and and still at an enjoyable rate. So that's what I really like about this ride. Yeah. And it's more towards the eastern side. Well, if you take uh, Arkansas and split it right down the middle, east to west, a little bit to the east of that. Right, right. It's not in the area that most people equate with being in the Ozarks, but it is. And it's real nice. Yeah, and like when you go to Fayetteville, Blues Bikes and Barbecue, it's a little bit outside of the realm of what most people will leave the rally to go ride. So that's what I think is kind of neat. It's not entirely on the beaten path, but it's well, still a great ride. Those sometimes are the best rides. Yeah. Off yeah. the beaten path, ones that people don't normally take. Exactly, exactly. All right, so we're finally here. Today has finally come where we're going to talk about my new EFM Auto Clutch. Brought to you by EFM Auto Clutch Worldwide Headquarters. <laughs> I don't know. Right here in the midwest Yeah, right here in the Midwest. American-made. Yes, it so, is. So we've had a little bit of a, a trial and error getting this in. But just before we start, I want to say the finished product, once we got it dialed in, I love it. Good. It's good. taken about three days of hard riding to get used to it. Because if you think about it, I've got 55 plus years of using a clutch. <laughs> yeah. And using no clutch, Matt, you've taken the clutch off. There's not even a handle there. Yeah, yeah. And the RPM is a little bit different. Because, you know, when you've been riding so long and you're familiar with your bike, you don't even look at the RPMs. You shift by sound. Yeah, there's a, feel. there's a little bit of a learning curve when you go to this auto clutch. That's and for sure. so when, once you've got that learning curve fixed in your mind and you've got it, okay, now this is how we're doing it. Yeah. It's sweet. It's just as smooth and slick as, right. as having a clutch. Now, let's talk about getting it in. Installation. <laughs> yes. Away you go, sir. All right. So to first preference this, your bike is a little bit odd. It's a little bit of an Easy obscurity. Now. Well, okay. I see what you're saying. It's not the run-of-the-mill, off-the-line. Right. And, and truthfully, it's not even like all the newer victories are. Honestly, like you had a small production run. I say a small production run, like a four-year, right? Yeah. They, your... the, the, in the beginning, they had, uh, to be truthful, if we're going to be truthful about it, they had an okay engine, their V92. Mm-hmm. It had a horrible uh, transmission. Yes. They stopped building those, and they still continued with a V92 uh, replaced the transmission guts mm-hmm. and came out with a solid, strong running bike. Yeah, and that's what I have is the second version, phase two, if you will, of the <laughs> V92s. Then they went to the 106s, correct? Which is in standard. What most people most have yep. on the newer models, right? So when dealing with an aftermarket company, you got to think of where's the numbers at with most aftermarket. It's let's hit the largest market let's hit the largest selectability you have to you know what i mean so if you're going to mass produce something let's mass produce it on something that was produced a lot of not necessarily you can't mass produce something on a limited run a small run if you will you know the kind of uh 
minority of the situation. So that's kind of where our issues came into is Plus just the that, day he made ours. He was doing another victory clutch. That was the different. The that was the, for the 106. He just assumed that they were both the same and they're just ever so slight difference. They are. That they it are made that. a difference. So with this clutch installation, truthfully, is stupid easy. Like it, it is very, very easy to install this clutch, whether it be on a Harley, a Victory, or any of the other models. Any bike. Yeah, it's very simplistic. And my initial reaction is, is how's an auto clutch going to hold up to performance, you know, power, clutch pack, engagement, things like that. He does a very good job with what he's, he's found a niche, he's found a way to do it, and it works rather well. Where our issues came into, one was just the rack for the clutch itself. When I say the clutch itself is your lever, you know, on, on the newer one, it had a different size hole for the rack and the bearing and everything to go into so you can hook up your clutch cable and your clutch lever and, and make it work. Because you can use your clutch yes. handle if you choose to. It yes. is not needed or necessary. Exactly. Because so otherwise you, it defeats the purpose. Right. So you guys that want to have a clutch lever and still shift it like you normally would, you definitely can. Yeah. So the benefits of this are if you're if you're just have to have that clutch, you have to have it. Say you're the guy that likes to clutch it and rev it up. That's a possibility. The benefit of having an auto clutch is say we live in the Ozarks. There's a lot of hills. There's a lot mm-hmm. of stops on hills and a lot of corners on hills. Or say you're getting, no offense, Craig, to the age where balance might be an issue and having to ease out on a clutch and make a turn and keep the bike you upright. You know, I'm not the only old guy on the planet. Hey, you're just the only old, old guy I know right oh, now. Okay. Everybody else is dead. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So the cool thing about this is, is you can leave it in first gear. No need for the clutch lever, both feet on the ground. And the way that it works is it's on the premise. Like I've got your setup right now where you have positive clutch engagement at about 1100 RPM. So right. rather quickly, honestly. Yeah, it pulls pretty good too. Yeah. So what it does is you put it into gear and as soon as RPMs drop below that engagement range, the clutch is dis- disengaged. You can sit there with it in gear, not have to think about anything else. And then it'll as soon as you decide to go, it'll roll forward if you want. It's like it's in neutral. Exactly. And then as soon as you pull the throttle up, it hits that RPM range and the clutch pack engages. Now you're off to the races. So that's what's really cool. You know, it has a benefit in the custom bike world too. If you want to run like a, a hand shift or a whip shift or something Which like that. Which is the reason we put this one in. Correct. So it lets you to do that effectively without having to take a foot off the ground or take a hand off of it. So like your particular bike, instead of running a foot clutch like all the old school bikes had, where you had to leave one foot on the ground, one foot on the clutch if you're in gear, now you still have a hand shift, both feet are on the ground, you just go, shift it with your hand. No need for a foot clutch or a hand clutch on whatever your shift lever is. So that's what's great about it. So we had some early issues with the clutch not locking up entirely. And what right. it equated to was your first steel plate behind the first friction plate was coming off the clutch drum and it was rotating. Well, when that rotates, it's not applying force to the rest of the clutch pack. So ergo, no forward momentum. And this was all due to the being machined for a 106 instead of a V92. Correct. So when he machines these, there's a couple of numbers that he needs to have to be somewhat precise. Now, I don't feel like he's got an issue with any other motorcycle. I think it was just because 
Craig's bike was a little bit odd. So that's why... Thank you for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably the reason why we had a few issues. Um, with that being said, Gary was amazing. You know, frustrating at times as it may be when you pay good money for a, a clutch and it doesn't quite work. Rest assured, he will spend whatever time he needs to spend with you. Figure this thing out. Um, in fact... And what amazed me mostly was this guy was available basically 24-7 on weekends, even yes, Sunday. Yes, You know, video chat with you and... Yeah, so we, because of my schedule, we did the most of this on a Sunday. Yeah. And he FaceTimed with me so I could show him what it was doing and what it was not doing and, you know... As perplexing as it was for him and I both at times, we found a way to work through it. So what it ended up being, in fact, our issue was the pressure plate thickness overall. It was not thick enough because it has to ride so close to the first friction in the first steel that when you disengage the clutch, it will not allow that steel to slide off the drum. And that's where our issue came to is that it had too much space in there and it was allowing it to back off the drum. And that's why it was in a sense slipping or not engaging the whole clutch pack. So after um, talking with him a couple of times and videoing with him and showing him how far the pressure plate was moving, we figured out the guy was so cool. He ended up building us two other pressure plates. And overnighting them. And overnighting them and sending extra steels in a new friction because we ended up ruining one friction with the slippage. Right. All at his cost, all at his will to make sure that this was right. So in my opinion, I tip my hat to that guy for being a stand-up American produced, you know, a company that is willing to stand behind their product. That's so rare these days. It really is. You know. You know, he had the forethought and had the knowledge to know where to look, what the problems might be. And with him and me together, we were able to work through it. So we got it fixed. But the one thing that, like Randy said, we want to stress is my situation was extraordinarily unique. Mm -hmm. When you order from this guy and get a clutch, 99.99% of the time, you're not going to have that type of an issue. Yeah. Just plug it right in and off you're gone. Correct. So with most clutches, like say a clutch on a Harley... You know, there's a ring you got to pull out, your rack you have to pull out that engages the diaphragm spring and stuff like that. And then there's just one big nut, but you got a primary chain and a whole bunch of other stuff to take off with it. With Craig's particular bike, his victory, it's literally just the clutch isolated by itself. So it is essentially pull the rack out, pull one nut off, the whole clutch basket comes off. Slip the new one on. Put the nut back on. And you're ready to rock cover and Cover and you're ready to go. Right. So the process for getting an, this auto clutch built is you take your clutch basket off and you send him every part that is entailed in the clutch and the clutch basket itself to him. He takes it and does some machining and welds a ring on, puts a new clutch pack into it and puts his pressure plate and I guess it would be a clutch cover essentially yeah. onto it that's designed to work Almost in reverse, like on yours, it was it was almost reverse, but it works well. So what it is, is there is a pressure plate with a series of balls into it in veins, if you will, that locate onto a cover is what I'm calling it. And then the five or six bolts that hold the pressure plate to the cover have got springs under it. And that's where it gives you your lockup power. So it's very simplistic. Just centrifugal force. Yes, it? yes. So as weight is spun through RPMs outward, it moves this clutch pressure plate in, and that's where you get your clutch lockup at. 
It's a very old uh, principle. I mean, bikes have been having this for, for years. Yeah. The first bike I ever learned to ride on was an old Honda uh, Trail 90. Right. And it had you know, no clutch. clutch, an auto clutch. So yeah. they've been around for a long time. But what he does is he, and it'll work on not just Harleys and Victories, any motorcycle, Yep. even dirt bikes. Yes. Uh, just send your clutch in and, and get it done. Now, we've established that the thing works. Mm-hmm. It works well. I'll tell you a little bit about the actual user end of it. As I said earlier, from riding so for so many years using a hand clutch, and I, even though the hand clutch is not there, <laughs> I still sometimes reach out for it. There is a bit of a learning curve, and it's not that big of a deal. It means that you have to go out and ride, and that's always a pain. Yeah, it's horrible. Horrible. Right? So I have found that uh, when you start out, it pulls, pulls hard. Mm. Uh, it's really nice. The first gear that you click from first to second does tend to, I don't want to say lurch, but it has a hard pull on it. It engages rather quickly and Rather hard. quickly, yeah. yeah. All the follow-on gears going up and coming down, I've noticed that you shift at a lower RPM. Not much for my particular bike, around uh, 2,700 RPMs. Mm-hmm. And then it shifts as smooth as if you were hand clutching it, just hardly even noticing the actual shifting process. And shifting down, it's as simple as just letting off the gas and lowering your speed a little bit. That's appropriate for whatever gear you're going into. I mean, if you're going 70 miles an hour, you're not going to try to shift down into, you know, lower (laughs) gears. Right. Let the bike pull you down. Overall, once the gear shift is in, and what I mean by that, that the jockey shift, yeah. That's still at the factory. <laughs> I think this is going to be great, but getting used to it now, it is an awesome experience. I'm sorry we had so much issues with it, but your issues will not be the same because it'll probably just be plug and play. Like I said before, unique situation. Mm-hmm. But if you do have one, man, that guy was there as if you were the only person on the planet and his only customer. Right, right. And as I preferenced earlier, it's easy to get frustrated when things don't work right. Okay. If and to you, say today's society, people got, they get yeah. used to, well, I just bought this and it needs to work 100% right out of the box. Yeah. Easy peasy. Life isn't that way always. You're talking about changing something from a factory setting to a completely different setting, essentially. The bike was designed a certain way and you're altering it. So every time you have an alteration, there's either a learning curve or niches you have to work out, things like that. So just bear in mind that you are altering it from the way it was originally designed to be. So sometimes although probably very rare, sometimes you might have a few things you have to work through. The point of saying that is, is that we're stressing to you, have confidence in this company, have confidence in Gary himself that, you know, he's there. This is his livelihood. He's there for you to make sure that you are happy with it. Well, one of the reasons I chose this company is I did my homework. I studied quite hard on it for a couple of months trying to, because there are other auto clutch companies yeah. out oh, there. Yeah, for There's sure. two or three of them out there that are of significance. And I read reviews exhaustively to the point where I'm sick of looking at reviews. <laughs> and with EFM, I never read one single review. And there were hundreds and hundreds of them that wasn't 100% positive. Right. I couldn't say that for the other companies. We won't mention the other companies because that wouldn't be fair. But you can figure it out. Yeah. So do your homework. Uh, every review that I read was dead on accurate. I was the only person that I found 
only because of my unique situation with my particular bike, they'd even had an issue that wasn't plug and play. Yeah. Anything could be figured out. Anything could be worked through. As long patience, as you're, yeah. as long as you're willing to, to make the journey and hump the, the road there, you can get it done. Yeah, so. exactly. So anyways, I think, uh, the review is a hundred percent positive. Yeah. Even more so it's now that I've learned how to shift it. Yeah. Because yeah. You, it does shift different than if you have a clutch. Well, and when you're so used to pulling a clutch lever, it's anything else is just weird. So just, just have a mindset of, you know, the company's a solid company. The clutch is a solid design and a solid company. There's some big name bike builders out there using these clutches on their custom stuff too. And there's a reason for that. Exactly. Good reputation, good solid clutch. And if you're thinking about getting one of these, I would highly recommend that you go with EFM Auto Clutch. You can find them online. Uh, I think that's their website too. I believe EFM so. EFM Auto Clutch. Yep, I believe so. So give it a try. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening uh, to us uh, nonsensical babble. Also, if you get a chance, uh, go to our website, randomthoughtsfromtheroad.com. You can sign up for free giveaways. We do that every month. It's just like the words imply. It's free. We don't sell your information. We just like giving stuff away. So get on there, sign up, and maybe next month you'll be a winner. Somebody is every month. And also, if you think about it and it's not too much of a big deal for you, think about joining uh, the club. Helps us out with uh, expenses because, believe it or not, there's more to it than just sitting here at the table and rambling. (laughs) There's actual expenses involved. What? Uh, We would appreciate that. If not, that's okay. It's all free anyway. So check it out. It's randomthoughtsfromtheroad.com. Until next time, we hope that you stay safe. Keep riding. The weather's just right. And we hope to have you stop by again.